Welcome back, party people, to Where My Killer Tape at, episode 119. Again, we're trying to keep the trend of keeping things positive, and I'm bringing somebody who I should have bought a long time ago, the big homie Jacques Niem of Not So Super Publishing. We're going to talk about comic books and, you know, how we got into the publishing business. So take some notes and check it out. Tape at B. Peace, ladies and gentlemen. Um, welcome back to where my killer tape at. And I have a guest on the show that I should have had a very long time ago. And I, I'm having a bad habit of doing this. Um, the founder of Not So Super Publishing. I got longtime friend uh Jacques Niem. Yeah. How you doing, sir? I am doing great. And can I just say it's so great that somebody actually say my name right the first time. That I'm, I'm impressed. Oh, okay. I'm impressed. Okay. No, I had, I, had years, I had years of practice, so, so that's what that was about. I appreciate it. I appreciate no being here. So we're going to go ahead and jump right in. And, and we met, like, we've never met officially in person, but we've known each other for a long time online. Yeah. Um, you're a, a comic book geek just like me. A geek all the way, you know, like, it's in your DNA. It's in your kids' DNA. So, like, somehow we were able to convince someone to marry one of us, right? So. I don't know how, but I'm thankful. <laughs> so, how and when did you get into comic books? Uh, I have a very interesting story about comics. Uh, I was born in Cameroon, Africa. That's where my father is from, and my mom is from the from the United States, Charlotte, North Carolina. And we started with comics. Like I started my comics adventure in, in Cameroon. Um, a lot of a lot of kids in Cameroon when I was a kid, comics were actually more prevalent there as a child than it was when I came to the United States, surprisingly. So wow. a lot of kids had like Marvel comics and they used to read the Incredible Hulk, but I read it, I read it in French in school because mm -hmm. where I was from, there was a French speaking country. So I, I was excited about Marvel. My mom, that was one of the things of the States that my mom always talked to me about. She was like, Oh, you know, she loves Spider-Man. So she So for oh, okay. me, I knew, like Spider-Man was always the thing that I kind of gravitate towards because she liked Spider-Man. So I, I cared about it, too. But, you know, it, I, so comics, you know, for me, you know, I started in Africa and, and, and a lot of the books there that I read was Marvel or there was French comics like Tintin, Tintin. It was called Tintin here, but Tintin in French. Um, okay. And there was other comic books like uh, Pif and Hercule, which is a French dog and, 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 and cat comic. It, just 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 started off that way that was that was my comics journey but it was it wasn't hard to get me into it <laughs> i just loved everything about comics and and just got obsessed 
That's that's interesting because I, I got mm-hmm. into anime. I got into anime when I when I lived in the Dominican Republic as a kid, mm-hmm. and I, mm-hmm. so all my early anime was like dubbed in Spanish. Mm-hmm. So that's real. That's interesting that mm-hmm. you know you had comics that, and I didn't realize that. Uh-huh. Um, but it makes sense because it was a French colony. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense that like yeah, yeah. So, so I don't know if you know the answer to this question. So mm-hmm. was it that? Did, were they like was was Marvel making them commercially available to Cameroon, Cameroon, or people from France was bringing it down there? Uh, from what I was seeing, I, it, I I could go in shops and Marvel comics would be in a store somewhere. So I think they somehow found a way to get there. I don't know how. I don't know. Wow. I wow. know. I know some of it was <laughs> my father kind of worked worked in Cameroon and and kind of. In, in some pieces relate he had a lot of friends that knew a lot of, of friends so he had some friends that worked in the the library system in Cameroon so they were able to have access to comics and books and stuff so so sometimes I had some of his friends used to to bring me comics because they know I loved it so much but also in school a lot of kids just snuck some that they got in store so so I, I think you know I don't know how because I was a little kid so I don't really know the the details if you know, if 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 people gotcha. from France brought it in, but I just know that it was prevalent. It was very easy to find. Got you, got you. Mm-hmm. That's 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 dope. That's dope. I never mm-hmm. like wow. That's just real interesting. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> and and then and then you said when you came to the states, how old are you when you came to the states? I came to the states when I was eleven. So okay. when when I came here, um, I was getting towards the the teenage years, and it was just kind of it was hard to find comics for me. I don't know why, but I was in Charlotte, North Carolina, so it was hard for me to find comics. But but still, somehow I always had family that looked out for me and always found things for me. So you know, I, I kept up with Spider Man, and uh, I remember looking at the mullet, mullet Superman <laughs> Superman co- comics with him and his mullet. <laughs> and, and and just and just so I, I caught back up, you know, with with a lot of it. But as I was becoming a teenager and everything, and and and, and was was uh, was trying to grow out of uh, being being uh, viewed as a Steve Urkel or whatever, I kind of I kind of ran away from <laughs> I ran away from comics for a bit. But I oh, came okay. back later. On, I came back later on. Um, after college and after everything and, and got back into, into comics again, but in a different, in a different space, um, in a, gotcha. in a different direction. Yep. Got you. Got you. Mm-hmm. So here's a question um, that might make or break our, our relationship. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> are you a Marvel or DC guy? And why? <laughs> I already told you the whole story. I'm I'm more of a Marvel leading person. That's gotcha, that's the that's gotcha. the direction that I'm at. You know, although you know I can find maybe a, a good DC comic, but I think for me is is more of a link to my like I told you earlier. My mom introduced me to Spider Man, yeah. so you know it's kind of hard for me to be like I don't I don't like it. And also as a kid, for me. I, I would say Marvel comics influenced me more because I can find more variety of characters because of the X-Men runs, you know, it just, it just felt like there was a lot of variety of characters. And for DC is always like the same white guy, Batman, Superman. (laughs) I just felt like it was the same three. What if, if you're lucky Wonder Woman, you might find a good Wonder Woman comic that you enjoy. But I just felt like it was, 
the same character, like the, it just felt like the same archetype for me. And and D and Marvel just seemed to, well, at least back when I was growing up, it felt like Marvel had a lot of different characters. So you can find one that you like, and you can, and it can be even a, a, a character that is um, that is obscure. You know, you can find an obscure one that you love, and and it still be good. But DC, I just I just never got a chance to to go that deep, and or anything that I like. And DC ends up being canceled, and they no longer make it anymore. <laughs> so I'm like, I guess it's not for me because anything I like does not last for a long time. So, gotcha. <laughs> no, no, because I'm a, I'm a Marvel guy. You know, mm-hmm. the primary reason was because I was born and raised in New York, mm-hmm. and then the mm-hmm. secondary is, is the same, pretty much the same answer you gave. Like mm-hmm. a lot of the heroes, a lot of the heroes spoke to me in Marvel, mm-hmm. um, and with DC, I was just, there was some a lot of hit people I just couldn't connect with. So Marvel mm-hmm. just stuck with me. So yeah. So yeah. Um, now, why did you decide to create comic books? I I decided to make comics because I, I, there was a point there. Um, as I told you earlier, I I enjoyed uh, certain comics and and everything, but I I found myself um, wanting to uh, create things that were were not um, focused on capes and cowls and mm-hmm. and spandex <laughs> comic books and you know i enjoyed marvel and dc but i was just feeling um 10 years ago when i started all of this i i felt like i wanted to create books that had great crossover appeal meaning i wanted to create books that reach people that don't even know they like comics um, because i felt like it was turning into this this club of people who want to see what they always loved as a kid, but they're not being aware of the kids of today. And, and I just wanted to create something new and interesting that kind of pull people who may not even know they know they. Yeah, um, I, I I wanted to make something that that resonated to to different types of people, all kinds of people who don't know that they like comic books, um, because. One thing that a lot of creators fail to realize when uh, when Marvel decided to be Marvel, uh, Stan Lee and, and did not and did not have in his mind an idea of who were the people who are going to buy these comic books. He was just trying to hawk books, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and and even DC were the same way. They did not know the that it will end up being what it is today. And 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 a lot of people still kind of believe that following the same model that they've seen all the time is is the way to go and for me I, i've always seen things as you know look at look at the kids who are growing up now and try to make things for them as they grow up so that they can have the types of books they're looking for as they grow up and i and i try to create stories that explore what we go through as people in general what people go through in general and i and i like to write those types of stories that is centra- centered on on what it means to be a human, what you deal with from day to day, but find ways to write it that is that isn't um, preachy or boring or you know or you know just 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 filled with tropes, but something that is fresh and new and exciting. And that's that's really what I want to do with it. Not so super and not and not just comics. I'm also doing children's books and also mm-hmm. um, also prose books of prose. So I, I'm I'm just exploring to see what kinds of books um, resonate with people and just try to make all kinds of different books that I can. And especially books that, that 
that this shows marginalized people, black folks, women, you know, mm -hmm. uh, LGBTQ folks. I, I'm trying to write things that represent as many people as we can that that we don't see enough of in in books. Got got you, and and mm -hmm. and I'm glad that, I'm glad that you're you're doing that because mm -hmm. um, I think that comic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, meaning mm -hmm. yeah, we are whatever you want, whatever you're into, you can mm -hmm. find. Mm -hmm. You know, so if you're into basketball, you're gonna find a comic book about basketball. Yeah, you know, if you're into you know um, a, a college, somebody going to college is trying to fit in. There's a comic book about that, and I yep. think all those stories are needed mm -hmm. um, uh, for every, you know for everyone. And mm -hmm. and you know there is you know, and I know when Stan Lee and them got together, there was different genres of of comic books mm -hmm. just, they're the ones that took off and became more mainstream yep 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 so those got kind of like got thrown out the wayside mm -hmm. um but there is a market for those kind of stories that you're talking about that are not so super yeah and um and and you know even when you look at even when you look at the, the, the comic books that i buy mm -hmm. i'm more interested in in you know the the, the, the non-superhuman friends of theirs, their, their spouses, their parents, their, yeah. you know, their, the principal at their school, mm -hmm. the, you know, the guy that sells them newspapers, like, I'm interested in the landlord, you know, like, I'm interested in, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, yeah. for example, like, Spider-Man, like, J. Jonah Jameson is very interesting. Yeah, he, yeah, you know, exactly. Like, mm -hmm. You know, you know, Mary Jane Watt, like, that, that supporting cast really is what kept me into that, more so than the stories of him fighting crime. It, like, exactly. that's what, that's what, drew me in you know and, and that's one of the things i liked about spider-man he was a poor college kid you know trying to trying to survive <laughs> you know and it was just interesting you know it was a, it, it wasn't the fact that he was super is having to balance that you know and that's the yeah, kind of yeah. uh, things i feel pulls more people personally you know and and, and is what pulled me into comics and you know i'm trying to give that to to new new comic readers because Nothing makes me happier than going to conventions and people come by and they and they feel like this this excitement because they never bought a comic book before and they come and get this book and they they're, they they don't even know that I'm not a Marvel or DC person because they kind of like are you am I with a major publisher I'm like no I'm just a normal person <laughs> you know I'm just I just tell them about it and they just get so excited because it's their first comic book and it, it just it there's something about that and I just feel like. You know, if we if we try so hard as publishers to just reach people that we already know, I like like kind of make it like a cash grab. We already know that you like comics, so I'm just gonna repurpose Spider-Man for you. You know, I, I don't mm -hmm. think we're doing a good we're doing a disservice to 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 readers because there's some people out there who this is their first book. So treat yeah. you know, make it exciting for them, make them want to get it, you know, and and, and do the extra work. To get new people in, because I think that's important. That's what that's what brings new life to comics, you know. And and, and I think and I think it's important to because um, I, I run into you know the way the way I do a lot of literacy in my in my educating is I, I use comic books, mm -hmm. you know. And um, I know a lot of parents are like, well, you know, when I show them a comic book that's different, they're like, oh, it's not it's not Superman or, or it's not Captain America. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, it's a different comic book and you know you should try it and it's a twist and i think that really brings them in because mm -hmm. uh, you know everybody doesn't want to do capes yeah you know, everybody doesn't want to do that you know yeah this is like people don't want to go see superhero movies they want to see just a regular movie yeah man. and mm -hmm. and we have to respect that like i think we really have to respect that mm -hmm. and again like i said earlier it's a market there's a market out there for that there you know? is there and, is 
And I think there's a way for us to I'm not saying that the the big two don't talk about it, but there's mm-hmm. also ways we can deal with certain issues mm-hmm. that the average person encounters mm-hmm. um, via comic books, like yep. you know, the visual, that visual that they can get along with the dialogue mm-hmm. uh, of how they deal with it. And, um, and I think, I think, again, I think that's dope. I think that's a super dope idea. Yeah. I appreciate it. And, and you hit the nail right on the head is, is, you know, I, I'm, I, I don't hate on, on the big two. They, they are who they are and, and made yeah. a, a lot of people become publishers because we all were kind of inspired in some way by what they did. But I, I just worry when independent creators, people who make their own stuff, are trying to emulate them. And I'm like, they have so many years of experience of being themselves. You try to figure out what, who you are, you know, what, who are you as a publisher? What do you want to make? What message do you want to leave out there? What mark do you want to make and not spend so much time worrying that you are like the big two? Cause you can't, you don't have that budget. You don't have that money. You can't beat them. So you can beat them at it by being yourself and being the best independent publisher you can be and, and trying new things and exploring things that they can't they can't afford to make mistakes that you can you can make right now you know <laughs> exactly and, and i think i think image comics did that's how they started off wrong yeah yeah and image comics are, they said we're going to try to be like mm-hmm. you know the big two yeah and and a lot of stuff was very poor quality but then yep. they, they did, at one point they did a pivot and it was like hey let's try to really open up mm-hmm. and and um they reached that niche market and they they put out quality stuff now. Mm-hmm. You know, they put out a lot of quality stuff that yep. um, you, you know that are, that are not superhero. That you know they, mm-hmm. they reach all different genres and yeah. they they put out some quality stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's you just like wow, you know where did they come up with these ideas? And I think you know I think other people should take that like you were saying they should take that advice like be mm-hmm. yourself, mm-hmm. find out you know you know, um, you know, do what you want to do, you know, do that character that you really want to do. Don't be a, don't, don't do the tropes and don't do the, yeah. you know, um, and um, so I think, and, 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 you know, all this is an experiment to learn. Like uh, for me, it's, yeah. that's really yeah. what I, I'm learning. You know, I like, <laughs> I am not a big company. So I would, I'm one of those people. I am not afraid to make mistakes. You know, for me, Gotcha. As like I will, ma- I know I'm gonna. B- right now, everything I've made has been going well, but I know I'm gonna bomb somewhere. I'm gonna make a mistake. I'm gonna say <laughs> something bad or weird, and people are not gonna like me for a bit. But that's how you learn, and that's how I'm not afraid of making that mistake. So I know a lot of publishers and a lot of, of friends of mine that I know now they feel like they can't say what they feel. But I'm like, you know, as a person, you know. You can you can you can always grow and learn from from something as long as you acknowledge that you are you are a person who is learning and you admit when you're wrong yeah. and you move yeah. forward you'll be fine. Is when you start acting like you didn't do anything wrong. That's when you have problems. That's, about, yeah, 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 <laughs> that's when you that's have issues. Yeah. You know yeah. it, when you realize you're wrong, you admit you're wrong, and you work towards fixing it. You know, I mean, I I can't you you can't feel too bad. I mean, you you. I mean, you're doing what you need to do to be a better person. And yeah, not everybody's going to see it. Not everybody's going to agree with you. Not everybody's going to see when you change and that you're a different person. And yes, every day you're going to have to answer for whatever you did in the past. But, you know, if your goal is to be a different person and to grow and genuinely do something different, you know, you that's part of the journey. You have to, you know, be ready for it. And I'm, you know, I, I know I'm not going to do anything too crazy, but if I do, <laughs> if I do mess up, I know that I, I, I will try to do something. I try to make up for. It. I try to do what's right. You know, if I'm if I'm wrong. All right. 
So we're gonna go into the into the next question. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, how did how do you choose your artists? Um, the way I choose my artists for my books, it it varies. Some of them um, over the years. Uh, it, when I first started, I used to just go on Twitter and and add a lot of artists. And when I had an idea in my head, you know, for a story, I wrote. I always write stories that fit an artist style. I've, it's always been the way I am. I always like if I write a story in in my mind, you know, I, I look at the artist's work and I write a story to cater to an artist's ability. And I gotcha. always I've always worked that way. And even before the artist say, yes, I want to work with you or uh, or before I even share the story with them, I always write a story that caters to a specific art style or specific ability. And when gotcha. I approach an artist, I approach an artist that fits the ability of what I'm trying to say. Like, you know, some stories I went online on Twitter and I, and I saw an artist and I was like, I, I loved your work. I see that you're good at this. Here is a, here is a, a script. I send a script without no long, you know, NDA and all this stuff. I just send a script and say, hey, I saw your work. Your work is amazing. You know, I, I wrote this story and it caters to what you are capable of doing. And I would like to know if you would like to work on this. Here's my budget. Here's what I can do. If you want to work with me, you know, I'm open. I just felt like this would be a story that works for you. And artists, gotcha. nine times out of 10, an artist is, 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 is on board because they know that, you know, I care about the work that they do. I either support them somehow. I, I, I also, you know, I know what their skill set is. And so mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm approaching them to with their skill set and what they enjoy to draw. So it's not going to be pulling teeth to get them to do it. And, you know, a lot of the artists that I've worked with, you know, I was one of their first people they've done comics with. Some of them. Oh, wow. So, yeah, some of them I was their first. Some of them I was the stepping stone for them to end up being like larger comic book people. So I, it's like, I just feel like wow. I'm, I'm in that little niche where I, I, I'm kind of, I kind of help people move forward, have that extra thing on their portfolio. I also pay cause I, I you know, I don't want to use people, you know, I don't, I don't, I yeah. try not to, to exploit, but I'm not, you know, I don't, I'm not rolling in cash. So, you know, I kind of have to, to make it worth their time. So if you know me on Twitter, I promote art, like there's no tomorrow yeah, and yep, you know yep. I, I share other people's work I, I you know I, I I recommend them to other people when they're looking for art you know I try to do my part to try to make that experience a win-win for everybody but it, it, you know that's that's pretty much how I generic and now these days since because of how I did that in the past now people come to me now when they're looking for okay. work so it, it, okay. it's not okay. you know uh, it, we've I've had a good relationship with artists that now you know people are are, are liking what we produce and people want to just be part of it. You know, sometimes I go on Twitter and I'm like I'm doing this and and I get a whole lot of people saying that they're interested and and I whittle it down and we we get projects moving. So it's it's now easier it's easier now to get people than it was when I first started getting Got artists. Because I I assume that I assume that like. And, and it's all an assumption. Like, mm -hmm. you, you never said this. Mm -hmm. I just I assumed that you were just immersed in that world mm -hmm. and you just knew a bunch of artists. You was like, hey, mm -hmm. 
you know, you want to do this with me? That's that's what I said. No, that's why I asked no, that question. No, no, you know, so. I, I, I wish, I wish that's the way. <laughs> no, I started with cold calling, cold messages, and and just wow. chatting with people. And it, but it, you know, it, again, it's, it's how you present yourself. I I still call cold message artists a lot, but mm-hmm. I always have a success rate because I'm clear. I define the budget. Mm-hmm. As long as you put that number on there, this is how much I can afford. And my number is not higher than. I don't have, I mean, I, I'm not going to act like I have a ton of money because I don't really, I, I don't pay nearly as much as I wish I could pay, but I'm honest yeah. with it. I'm upfront. I tell them you will be paid on time on these dates. You know, I, I have a track record of paying everyone on time. You know, I know your work. I know your skill set. I w- I'm pretty sure if you read this story, this is what you will want to draw and nine times out of 10, they read it and they're like, yep, you know me. This is what I want to draw. And, okay. and you know, so it, that's how that, it's just, it's just, you have to come to people correct. If you just coming in and just saying, yo, work on my work, on my, pro- on my, on my dream project. And now nah, I don't have any money for you, but, you know, I need it next week. You know, <laughs> gotcha. they're, they're, gotcha. they're not, they're not, they don't want to be part. They don't want to, to work with you. Gotcha. So, gotcha. yep. So I was wondering, like, how you did it. Again, I mm-hmm. assume you, like, knew mad people. And you was like, yo, yo, I'll do it. You know, so. <laughs> I so, wish. <laughs> here's a question that you almost jumped into, but you, mm-hmm. you came back you came back around. So shout out mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. Um, what have you learned about creating comic books that you didn't know before? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've learned a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> I've learned a lot. <laughs> I, 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 I think one of the biggest things that, a lot of people fail to understand, and I, I hit on it a little bit, but learning how to communicate with people, um, understanding people's motivations and what drives them to want to work with you. That, that has been a big thing that I've learned is, you know, a lot of times um, it's hard to collaborate with people because we make the assumption that our dream is what somebody else wants to do and is not the case. You know, somebody is, is, is hurting their hands to draw my book. So I better make it work that time, you know, so mm-hmm. and that is something that I've, I've learned and, and I've, I've, I've constantly put into practice is, is treating people with respect and dignity when I work with them. But it's, it, it, but I've learned that, you know, I, it's good to understand people's motivations and how you fit in the piece that helps them do what they want to do. Um, the other things that I've learned over the years is, you know, to to be honest um, when, when I started this thing, I was always afraid, you know, when, whenever somebody starts a business or start a comic book or, 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 or does something that is different, we have this temptation of pretending that we bigger than what we really are. Yeah, People like yeah, to get that credit yeah, card and yeah. like to have their, their business card printed with CEO, CEO or such and yeah, such company. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, it's okay to be small. You know, it's okay to be at the beginning stage mm-hmm. because more people, surprisingly enough, more people help you when you are at the bottom trying to figure stuff out. You're, you'll be surprised mm. how many people are mm. more excited to teach you mm. and share you information when you are you admit that you're humble and you don't know. You get a lot more support than when you're over here with your business card and you slinging it and you say, I got this company and I'm trying to, you know, <laughs> and nobody wants to, like, so since you got it, what, what you need me for? Go to your company and do your thing, you know? So I've learned, you know, humility is, is, is important. And, and I don't mean humility as in, 
I believe that my my stories are good. I believe I'm a good exactly. writer. I believe that I'm great at it. But I, there's a lot I don't know, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay that I don't know a lot. And I and if I see someone who knows, I go over there and say, "Hey, how do you do this?" And we have good conversation. And likewise, it's reciprocal. When I see yeah. someone who doesn't know yeah. something, they ask me. I'm I'm an open book. Anybody that wants to do comic books, you could just send me a message. I happily answer whatever question you need. I don't have a problem with that because a lot of people who opened up to me helped me be where I'm at, and and I only I only see as fair a, 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 to be reciprocal with that. You know, when you see someone who who is learning and trying to figure something out, and they're hungry for it, I'm you know I'm there. I'm there. I love to help people out, but you know, vice versa. I had to be humble. You know, and and that was a good lesson for me, and that's how you know I met. A lot of the artists that I've met, I've made a lot of the friends that I've made is by by realizing that there's some people who do things better than I do. And it's, it's, it's OK. You know, I just I just need to to learn from them, you know, and ask questions and 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 grow. Um, but, you know, those are those are the main things that I've learned, you know, in terms of writing comics. You know, I've I've been. I've been making up like my own scripting way, how I make scripts. I, I work with artists the way I work with artists. I'd, I'd really never grab the book or officially know if what I'm doing is right, but I've just been doing what works for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, you know, but in terms of how to do the business and how to work with people, those were the, the key things that I've learned. And, and, and it seems like, it seems like, and I'm not trying, I'm not trying at all to say it was <laughs> easy. I just know that you seem to be someone who didn't make the road any more difficult. Mm, yeah. I think, I think a lot, I think a lot of times we make things more difficult than they, they really are, you know, um, or, well, we take that first no as like, damn, I, I, I'm going to quit. I'm going to give up, you know? <laughs> I, I initially messed up and I initially started off, I made it difficult at the beginning. So okay. I, now, now okay. I sound this way because of 10 years <laughs> of doing it. But the first few years, I, I, I burned a candle. Uh, the, the thing that I've learned, uh, another thing, a very important thing that I've learned is balance, is balancing, okay. balance everything. Put pro Figure out what your priorities are. And for me, being a, 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 a husband and a father has to be top priority. And, mm -hmm. and when I first started this thing, I started this before I had children, you know, yeah. so I, I and, and, you know, my wife and I, we recently got married and we, we just was getting used to that. So I started a business and started writing comics, you know, but once I had kids, you know, I was still kind of working like I didn't have children, you know, <laughs> at first. And, you know, <laughs> and I was burning candles on both ends. I was trying to be there for the kids, trying to be there for my wife, trying to do this part time thing, trying to work day job. Do it. And and yeah, I cranked a lot of stuff, but I almost died of a car accident because I didn't sleep because I didn't sleep. You know, Man, and, I, you didn't know, know that. It, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. A few, wow. a few years ago, I had a, a, a severe crash. You know, a, a truck hit me sideways because, uh, you know, because oh, wow. my, my judgment was not the best at that moment because I was I was I was everywhere. I was doing everything. And that moment, like, opened my eyes. Like, I quickly realized, you know, if I'm dead, you know, this is not worth it. You know, none, yeah, none yeah. of this is worth exactly. it. You know, if I'm dead right now, you know, and that opened my eyes like I need to balance. So my kids, you know, my family. You know, my, my wife, they are, they are number one. And then after that, you know, you know, then, you know, my, my, my hobbies, my ideas, the things that I want to produce comes in afterwards, you know, but I, I have to prioritize things. And that's that's important because 
you don't do that and you put 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 this thing first, you know, I I always told my wife, I don't want to be successful with everybody gone. You know, <laughs> that, yeah, doesn't, yeah, that doesn't yeah, mean yeah. anything to me. You know, I don't yeah. want to make do all this work to make all this money. And then I and everybody's out of the house. I'm all by myself. You know, that's not worth it to me. You know, you're right. <laughs> And, and I'm glad I'm glad you I'm glad you said that because mm-hmm. if it's not if it's not for them then wait why do it like, yeah if it's not yeah you know to share to share you know to share the wealth and, and celebrate it together mm-hmm. it's not it's not worth it no nah. I, I I feel you I feel you 100 percent I didn't I didn't know that happened man I'm glad you're all right oh like, yeah man, yeah yeah it was you made it through like yeah I'm glad too it was I think it was three years ago yeah it was a it was wow a, it was a, so it was pretty recent yeah it was pretty recent it was pretty recent <laughs> it wow. opened my eyes very. Very quick. No, actually, it was not three. What am I talking about? It was five years. It was five years ago because my, my, uh, my, <laughs> I forget. This pandemic has got me like messing yeah. up years and, and dates. I don't know what it was. Wait till you get older. Wait till you get older. <laughs> Everything is two even, years ago. Even, Everything's yeah, two even, years ago. <laughs> I don't even call them Freudian, Freudian slips anymore. I was like, <laughs> Charge it to the game. Like, <laughs> charge it to the game. <laughs> Somebody be like, what, what year did this happen? I'd be like, bro, I don't know. And you, but you like the like like the like the, the the pandemic has really like changed everyone's, you know, their their, their approach to time, like how to look at time, how long something was. Yep. Um got me. So I trust me, I know, I, I feel you on that. So but regardless of that, you're good. You know, mm-hmm. you learn you something that you can share, you mm-hmm. shared with us in the audience about. Yep what you learned about creating comic books and mm-hmm. how hectic it could be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, it, it can get there. It can get there, mm-hmm. but you know, you're, and being an independent publisher, I have the, you know, I have control over the deadline. And that's the thing that's always in my head is like, no one needs to know when it's going to be published until it's published. So, and that's always been my policy is like, I don't put deadlines that would end up, stressing me or the artists out. My goal is I want the artists to do the best possible work they can and get it done within within a very generous timeline. And, it, and it's up to them to tell me what that timeline is. And all I have to do, I tell them, what is your timeline? You tell me like, what is the easiest for you? And they give me their timeline. And I said, the timeline you give me is the one that I will hold you accountable for, not the one that I make up for you. So gotcha. you know your life. Gotcha. You know your family. You know how you work. You give me your timeline, and I hold you accountable to your timeline. You know, and not and like I said, it works well because they know themselves better than I know them. So, and they usually hit that timeline right on on schedule. That's dope. That's Mm -hmm. dope. And I'm gonna I'm gonna hope the audience wrote that down. Control Mm -hmm. control the deadline. Yeah, control the deadline. Mm -hmm. So it's not like it's not like you're scrambling. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, unless they say, I'll get it to you next week. (laughs) (laughs) And I usually tell them that tack on a month to it just to be sure. (laughs) So that, that's, that's, that's dope. Mm -hmm. Again, I hope more people are like that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that into definitely put that in the book. Yeah. Um, goes into my next question. Any writers or artists you would like to work with? And I mean like any level, like, you know. (sighs) You know, to be that's not my Brian Michael Bendis. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I I would love to work with. I I am like, I'll I, anyone that I want to work with. I usually send a message, and we end up working. I want to work with with so many different people. You know, like there's uh Greg Anderson Elise, the one that does Isnana. 
the Wear Spider. He's a okay. he's oh, a yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, a, a yeah, writer. Yeah. He's a very talented writer that I would love to yeah, work I with someday. Him on the gram. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty yeah. he's pretty good yeah. at what he does, and he mm-hmm. has uh he's very good at it. Another one is um, Mildred Lo- uh, I think it's Lewis, and she does um it's kind of like her comic book is kind of like uh, uh it's not Sailor Moon, but I call it's kind of it's not Sailor Moon, but it has a it's called the Agents of the Realm, and she has a very good. Con- I like her art style, and I also like her okay. way of storytelling. So she's really good at what she does. Someone that I want to be like, not necessarily work with, but I want to. I want to have like the 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 kind of books uh, have the 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 independent publishing ability of. Uh, I don't know if you know Spike Trotman. She does. She's our Iron Spike uh, Publishing Company. They, they, no, I do not. Okay, I'm not, heard I'm not familiar at all. Yeah, she's a, a, Sp- a Spike Trotman. Look, look her up. Um, she, she's she has a publishing company and is prolific. Like, I don't know how she has these hundred thousand dollar Kickstarters and how she gets, but she's she's been at this for a very long time and she's very good at wow. it and knows how how to make things happen. So she's definitely someone that you know. I I know. I'm I'm too little league to ever be able to work with, but I, I definitely would love to learn from her how she became so, how she's how she does her publishing. Um, but other than, that, other than that, I got I have a long list of folks. You know, I have you know <laughs> I, I I I just have a lot of different people I would like I would love to work with, like John Jennings. You know, I like his his oh, that's his, the his art yeah, yeah, and his yeah. comics and everything. Yeah, and I love his stuff too. Yeah, yeah he's, he's really good at at his at, at his craft. So there's there's a yeah, lot. He's doing his thing. Mm-hmm, he's exactly, doing his thing, man. Mm-hmm. He's doing his thing. Like really, like. He's a big deal, mm-hmm. so yeah. and, he's, and he's documenting everything. So yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so. yeah, this, this is, I have a longer list, and I know any mm-hmm. artist or p- writers that know me is probably fuming because I didn't mention their names. But you know, <laughs> you know, you were important to me too. If you're listening to this, you were important to me. But this, those were the ones that yes. that popped my head. Blame it on the head, not the heart. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, Charge so. my head, not nope. my heart. <laughs> But but thanks for for hitting me to those two. Yeah, you know definitely. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna definitely check them out. Mm-hmm. I'm always looking for new people to check out. Yeah, yeah. Um, new, new new artists and new writers mm-hmm. to you know to, to jump on board. Um, mm-hmm. and you know you know increase my palette. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that, so, just yeah, a, so definitely. There's some very very cool folks out there, and, and, and you know one of the things that I wanted to mention to you, you know, we talked about comics and how I got into comics. One of the things that have changed my view of comics is is once I, I, I moved away from the, the big two, you know, yeah, just hopping into Kickstarter and backing a whole a whole buttload of of comics and books. You know, I, I just I ended up just learning, just just looking at, at how great these folks are and how so many people are out there making so many different things in so many different ways that that definitely was the biggest thing that inspired me into doing publishing is just looking at the sheer volume of, of quality work that's out there right now. Okay. So, so you're saying, going back to the earlier question, you're saying that's mm-hmm. what, that was like the, the, the tipping point for you when you saw the yeah. Kickstarters mm-hmm. and everything. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Was, you know, again, we're doing the time thing again. Kickstarter was mm-hmm. around 10 years ago. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It, it just, it just came out because okay. I did my, the first not so super, I did it, I did right. uh, right. a Kickstarter. Did a Kickstarter for yep. it. Yeah. And it was it was around ten years ago. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember it that was, was all coming back. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was one of the few folks who was doing that back then. Now mm-hmm. it's like uh, everybody does it every day. So, <laughs> yep. yeah, because back then back everybody's then... like, Can, should I trust this? You know, should I yeah, trust exactly. this? Yeah, exactly. It's not a scam. Like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It was so hard. <laughs> but now Is this everybody a scam? does it. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> Kickstarter. What? They don't sound right. You know, like, dude. <laughs> Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so hard. It was hard to get people to jump on board. They're like, "What is this?" To buy into it. Put, uh, <laughs> yeah, it yep. was hard to get people to buy into it. But it was it was a brand new technology, mm-hmm. um, you know. So you're right, and now it's like you know everybody's doing it. You're right. You're mm-hmm. right about that. Yeah. <laughs> so so okay, cool. So that I didn't know that was a typical. I know you. I knew you. Now I remember that you're like one of the first. I seen to do it, not the first, mm. but one of the yeah. first. Yeah, but I yeah. didn't know that. I didn't know that was a tipping point for you, and I guess that makes sense because you needed a budget. Yeah, yeah, because um, I, because yeah, there was no other way I I could have gotten those books published without that Kickstarter, and that's really what started made not so super what it is is that mm. first Kickstarter. You know, getting that those many orders and be able to fulfill them and, 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 and let me know that it was something that people wanted. So, and that's, that's how I kept, that's how not so super actually became what it is by that Kickstarter. Cool. cool. And, and, and I, and it's funny cause I remember around the same time, a boy started, he started Rosarium publishing. Mm-hmm. Yep. He yep. did some stuff. He did some stuff with John Jennings. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Bill, I think uh, Bill, I think yeah. he was there. Yeah. yeah. His name is Bill. Yep. 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 Yeah, we met, we met a couple of times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah, he's 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 a, he's another person that another writer I probably would want to work with because he has a lot of experience and and a lot of knowledge about. And he not has a just, lot of ideas. Yeah, he yeah, like, yeah. None of his comics are the same. Like everything is different. Like he has a mm-hmm. lot of. Then he has prose stuff. Yep. You know, and like yeah, he's really really cool dude. Like yep. Yep. So. So anything else you want to go over? Anything else you want to talk about before we head off? Or uh, uh, no, I, I you know I, I I honestly appreciate you calling, letting me have this opportunity to chat with everyone. You know, it's 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 uh, <coughs> excuse me, bro. I should have done it a long. I should have done it a long time ago. You know, because again, I'm not I'm not saying that you're like the, the pioneer, but you know, you started with Kickstarter and you've been in the game ten years, man. Yeah, that I do yeah. remember. That I yeah. remember it was ten years. Yeah. Um, but you've been in it for a while. You know, you're not just somebody who was like, oh, oh my God, Endgame made so much money. Let me jump in the game. Like, no, like you. Uh, and then like you really pull out a lot of different stuff. And then you got a. I, the other day when I was you was at that con, he was like, I got a storybook, and I was like, oh snap. So I got that. I got that for my niece. So I'm, I actually won't see it. Oh, until, okay. Until after the after the pandemic, you oh, know, when I go okay. visit. So okay, so, yeah. but it, it should have arrived by now. I hope. Oh yeah, they got it. Oh yeah, they, okay, they, good, they got good. It. Like she told good, me when good. they got it and everything. And good, good, um, good. It actually, it actually worked out. Not to put her business out there, but <laughs> she works. So like my mom's watches her her my niece. So like mm-hmm. she sees her only three days out of the week. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she got yes. it, and that was like when they linked up again. That's good. That was the first thing it did. So it, it actually like really worked out like when she got Glad. it and everything. So yeah. So thank you for that. Oh, not um, a problem. And, no, I appreciate and, and I probably could probably get another one for for my uh, my newest niece, but okay. Um oh, yeah. so but again, I won't actually physically see it until <laughs> oh. post pandemic. So I feel you. But yeah. I appreciate the support and everything. Oh no doubt, man. Like <laughs> I said, you, you put out dope product. I'm gonna I'm gonna put all your information in the show link so the people out there can get it. And party people, I highly recommend this stuff. It's really dope. 
Mm-hmm. Um, there's something in there for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I've I've like I've enjoyed like some of the stuff or not stuff that I'm into, but I enjoyed everything that I've gotten from from I'm um, not so super. So, uh, and I'm not saying that because I I know you because if you was as bad as the place I got food from last night, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be on the show. So. <laughs> you gotta get all these bad reviews, you know. <laughs> so, so yeah. So, how can people get a hold of you? Oh yes, um, I you can find anything of mine by looking at for not so super pub on Twitter. Uh, or Instagram, you can find me there, or notsosuperpublishing.com, uh, not dot pub, I'm sorry, notsosuper.pub for not so super publishing. Or you can find me personally, uh, I'm on Twitter as J-N-Y-E-M-B, which is my last name. So, um, but yeah, any if you hit me up in any of those places, I'll, I'll be more than happy to chat with you and, and talk talk about about the business or just just chat in general i'm I'm around and just fyi party he's very accessible he'll respond yeah you yeah know, um so if yeah. you have any questions about his books or how he got in and mm-hmm. if you just put in not so super publishing if you just google that it comes up yeah that's the yep. first thing at the top so um yep. so if you're looking for him and you can't remember just do that it'll come up yep. and you'll see all this stuff there so again it's highly accessible um, you're on the gram. You're on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, everywhere. So, I'm yeah, everywhere. so if you need to get a hold of them, that, that's where you go. Again, Jacques, thanks again. We're going to oh, definitely do it again. I'm going to bring yeah, you on to do some should. reviews. Um, yeah, something. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, I, would, I would definitely love to stop by again. This was great. Definitely, man. So yep. peace, party people. There you have it, party people. Another episode of Where My Killer Tape At. First of all, I want to thank y'all for spending time with us. Um, you can find all my contact information on the website, omisbench.com, O-M-I-S-B-E-N-C-H. Um, if you want to book me for any kind of gig or whatever, panel discussions, if you want me on your show, just hit me up on email, dantresomi, D-A-N-T-R-E-S-O-M-I, at omisbench.com. And you can just put in the header, you know, bookings. Um, if you just, just want to hit me up, say what's up, you got any questions or whatever, you can hit us up in the official um, Twitter account of the, the show, Omi's Podcast. Um, that's at O-M-I-S Podcast. Or if you just want to hit me up, your boy, at Dan Trezomi on Twitter, D-A-N-T-R-E-S-O-M-I. Thank you once again. All the information will be in the show notes for everything that we talked about on the show. And once again, thank you all. Peace.